Rick and Carly in the morning. Good morning. Thanks so much for waking up with us, joining the show. Everyday things people do that are pretty rude. And I don't know if we process it through, but we need to stop it. Sometimes they don't even realize they're doing it. So mm-hmm. that's why it's good to talk about it. It's like, yep. oh, I think I do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we posted this question at Rick and Carly online. Here were some of the responses. Andrea DeLago says, abandoning stuff in a store in the wrong place or shelf. She says, if you're too lazy to return it to where you got it, just hand it to the cashier at the checkout. Is there anybody out there that can honestly say they have never put something back in the wrong place or just kind of set it down somewhere? No, I think most of us have done it, but it's not very nice. I don't put like a whole pile of stuff somewhere. No, but still... If I grab a box of cereal and mm-hmm. I think that I want that and I'm going down four other aisles, so I'm four aisles away from the cereal aisle and then on one of those those end areas, there's another kind of cereal that I like that's on sale, I'll grab that put the other and one put the other there. one there, which I probably shouldn't do. Isn't that just as rude? I guess that's rude. I mean, it's just as rude as abandoning your shopping cart. No, it is not. No? That's more rude. Not the same? <laughs> okay. I don't think so. <laughs> Jackie Barney says parents who let their kids run amok in public spaces and don't do anything when their kid makes a yeah. nuisance of themselves. The excuse that they're just a kid translates to bad parenting. Yeah, that's rude. Sometimes it is hard to control. I well, mean, of course. Like, yeah, they're kids. I'm doing my best. But yeah, to just let them run wild is not nice. Dan Vittle says neighbors who don't respect the quiet hours, especially after midnight. Mm-hmm. Nate Wagner says drivers who just hang out in the left lane driving slowly. <laughs> that is rude. It's rude. That's my dad. Oh my gosh. They fight about that all the time. My mom's like, Joel, you've got to move over. That's so rude. And he's like, I don't, I don't see what the problem is. Well, and then they, even when somebody's coming right up behind them, the mm-hmm. fact that you, you see them coming and you see that they're going probably twice as fast as and you're you going. And you just stay there. And you just stay there because you feel like you own that uh-huh. lane. Like, you. Uh-huh. well, I have the right here because I'm in it and I'm going the speed limit. Yeah. Not Get nice. out of the way. Yeah. Melinda Snyder says people who park in designated spaces that don't pertain to them, like, yeah. you know, disability parking spot or curbside pickup spot. It drives me nuts when I see people do that. Yeah. And sometimes you don't know, mm-hmm. but you do find yourself questioning, like, are you really the manager? Right. Is that really your spot? Mm-hmm. I, I watched you go in there, and you were not just 10 minutes. I've been sitting out here watching. <laughs> You're right. That was 14 minutes. Right. Tyler Park says not flushing the toilet in public restrooms. I can't believe how often you see that all the time. Well, your kids had an issue with that for a long time. They did. That's the thing that you, I guess you got to teach people. To me, it seems like it'd be common sense. It does, but obviously it's not. Lena Jensen says people who don't clean up after themselves in a communal space, like a break room, a park, or even a fitting room, sometimes Mm. you walk into the fitting rooms and it's just like someone's closet exploded. People just... Just leave it there. What, what are you supposed to do in the fitting room? Most of the time you're supposed to, they'll have like a rack and you take it back to the rack or oh, you just hand it to the Oh, you're supposed to take that person. stuff out of there then? Yeah. I've always left it in there. I didn't, I thought that's what you were supposed to do. Unless there's a sign that says that's what you should do because I think there's a few stores that just say to do oh, that. You need to take it back I'm out. I'm the rude guy. Dang it, you're I didn't even know. rude guy. I'll like hang it back up and try to tidy up. Okay, but. well at least you do that. <laughs> Right. Candace Goth says people who just stop walking in the middle of a busy place like the airport. Yeah. Move over to the side. Yeah. I feel like I do that sometimes. You do. I do, huh? Dang it. 
<laughs> I, I I never know, or especially like when they're on the telephone. So they'll yeah. just stop and having this conversation. You're right. like, do you see there's like a thousand people wanting to walk right through this mm-hmm. area? Mm-hmm. Ah. Mm-hmm. Just- there are some people just literally think this world revolves around them. And then everybody else has got to go out of their way to just... To live in it yeah. with them. You're blessed well, to be here with me. There's that attitude. And then I think I fall more under the category of like, I just am not You're aware oblivious. of my surroundings. Yeah. yeah. You're not that person. You're no. oblivious. Natalie Schleister says people who tailgate when you're driving or at above the speed limit. Oh, I hate that when you're like, okay, I'm going 85 on the freeway here and that's not fast enough go for 100. you. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Cause, and we brought up earlier how if you're, driving slowly or just driving Mm -hmm. barely the speed limit, how you should get over. If you are going 10, 15 miles per hour over the speed limit and they're riding your tail, that's rude from them. That's on them for sure. One more everyday thing that is just rude. Mm -hmm. Randy Hunt says people who cough or sneeze in public and don't cover their mouth. Your son. I know. He's so bad. I get on him all the time. I'm like, you're never going to land a girl doing that. He also says, and I hate this one, people who spit in public as they're walking down yeah. a sidewalk or, you know, just walking down the street. It's nasty. I used to do that when I was a teenager. And you, I've seen you, you do it before. I don't do it now. Not no. very often, no. but every once in a while. Taylor has a, a shopping problem. Mm. This this happens, you know. You, she, how addicted are you to shopping? I mean, what's what are we at with this? Um... Oh, I mean, I'm I'm pretty big. I mean, my goal is to wear like a different outfit every single day. Oh, uh, whoa! Because, yeah, complete with jewelry too. Um, so you'll never rewear anything. No, because I feel like if I take a photo in that outfit, it's ruined because people will think of that photo and think I wear that outfit all the time. Oh, that's and crazy. I just, no. Yeah. Mm. So for every day for like a year, or what's what is the end goal, or just every day for the rest of your life? Yeah, that would be the best scenario, really. I mean, oh my gosh. Okay. Wow. I've racked up about mm, 30000 in debt. Um, oh, oh my no. Gosh. There's the only problem, yeah. And I need to kind of tell my boyfriend before we get married and get more serious because I got to be clean about it. Yeah. You know? He's got to recognize you're a shopper if you're wearing different outfits all the time. I would think that he has some clue. Yeah, but he probably doesn't have yeah. any idea that she's got $30,000 in, in debt. In debt. Yeah. That's that's and you, tough. And you do yeah. have to talk about that before getting married, so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he does always take photos of me, so he knows I'm always wearing something different, but yeah, I haven't kind of told him this part well, I'm about sure it. He's gonna, I'm sure he's going to be very proud of you. <laughs> Maybe he'll be understanding. Let's, Who knows? Let's call him and, and see what he what he says. Hello. Hi, is this CJ? Uh, yes, it is. Hi, CJ. Yes. Uh, Rick and Carly. Our names are Rick and Carly. Hey, CJ. We do a morning show. We got you on the radio. Is is that okay? <laughs> Uh, I think so. Good. We got your permission. Awesome. Now we go. <laughs> so we've been talking to your girlfriend, Taylor, and she uh, said that okay. things are getting pretty serious between you guys. You've been talking marriage yeah. a little bit. Ooh. So yeah. congrats on that. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're at that point in a relationship and you're thinking about getting married, you really want to come I hate to say come clean because that sounds like something really bad, but you just want to be open and honest about everything, right? 
So there was a little something that Taylor wanted to talk to you about this morning. Taylor? Hey, hon. Oh. Hi. Hi. Um, Hi. <laughs> Hi. So you know that I'm a girly girl and I like to look cute every day. It's just like my thing, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do you like how Every day. do you like how uh Taylor dresses? Does she have nice nice things that she wears and CJ? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's hot. All right. She's oh, hot. okay. She's great. She's yeah. great. That's good. good. Okay. Well, um I thought you should know that I have a bit of a shopping addiction. <laughs> yeah, well, that's I'm not necessarily surprised. I mean, you wear you always have something new on. Yeah. And you're always coming back with bags. That's true. That's true. Um, but mine's actually maybe kind of pretty bad because I shop online all the time and I have over 30000 in credit card debt from shopping. What? 30000 in debt? Pillar, what the hell? That's like a car. Yeah, I, I know, you, but... How did you do oh, this? Her CJ, all yeah. uh, one thing that Taylor told us was that she kind of, in her mind, has this goal of wearing a different outfit every single day. Yeah, it's like a life goal of hers. Every single, well, have, for have like you a ever, year or six months, or she says forever, forever. Have you ever seen her wear uh, the same outfit more than one time? As you think, think about, back. well, I mean. Probably I don't not. know. Yeah. Not that I think I don't. I never really thought about it before. How long, Taylor? How long did it take you to rack up this kind of debt? Um, I'd say it's been a few years. Okay. Um, All right. Well, that's not as bad if you think but, about it like that. I know, but like, how could you not tell me this? This is, I mean, a few years, Taylor. She is. She's telling you now. Mm-hmm. I know, but. But now, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, right. I know, I know, but I, know, I mean, I, I want you to look nice. And... But thirty thousand in clothes, and uh, I mean, yeah, that's 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 out of hand. I have an idea. Yeah. I don't know what you think of this, Taylor. But since the goal is to wear a new outfit every day, what if you start selling your clothes? Because if you're not going to wear them again, you're probably going to get a pretty good price, and that would save you a lot of money, and it could probably help you pay off some of that debt. Clothes are like cars, though. I mean, once they're off I know they depreciate, but they're just sitting in her closet. It's better to get something out of them. Also, CJ, uh, just so you are aware, this advice for Taylor is coming from a woman that has 30, 35 pair of jeans, I think. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> so so let's take it with a grain of salt, right? Whatever. That's not well, the point. Is that not true, though? Yeah, but that's not <laughs> yeah, the point. This isn't yeah. about me. This I is know. about Taylor. I know. I have two I think that's blue, kind of a good idea. One black pair. That's yeah. it. Hmm. Yeah. That's it. Okay. The problem's out there. What do you guys want to do about it? Well, it's kind of a good idea, I think okay. it's possible I could sell some things, um, but I really do love shopping, so I could not give it up. Like, I can't dress like a slob. That's just not me. So yeah, I could so. sell some things, I think, And but I'm still going to be shopping all the time. It's right. just is who can, I am. Can you work with this, CJ? This is the woman you're marrying. Yeah, we're, we're well, this is 
we're, I mean, Taylor, I love you. Uh, we're going to have to definitely look at this uh, debt problem. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Definitely. It sounds, well, it sounds like the talk is going to happen. <laughs> Good luck, you guys. <laughs> Every generation has their own slang. Mm-hmm. I thought we would go over. Oh, some, we got some new stuff, huh? Well, no, we're going to go over some of the highlights of the slang from each generation. Okay. Things that we miss. A little refresher course. Words we never want to hear again. <laughs> some of them of we'll like, some of them maybe not so much. Exactly. So these are the most used slang words for each generation. Mm-hmm. We'll start with the boomers. Those are like Ooh, my wow. parents. Okay. Yeah. They used mellow and wannabe. Mm. I don't even, I, that's not familiar to me. It's interesting. That was slang way back then. Huh? Mm-hmm. I didn't even realize that. It sounds just normal. Yeah, it does. Normal words. It now. really does. For Gen X, you're a Gen Xer, right? Yeah. Chill. Mm-hmm. Lame. Mm-hmm. And bummer. Rad. We had rad back rad. in the day. We mm-hmm. did. Yeah. Millennials. I'm a millennial. Mm-hmm. Our number one slang word, OMG. Is that where that came from? The millennials? The millennials. Yes, it did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We also used words like chill and lame. Those were so ours, lame. though. Uh-uh. Wasn't chill and lame oh, in the- Oh, uh, lame was yours, too. And chill. I thought you had chill bummer. in there, too. No, you had bummer. Oh, okay. All right. Gen Z. Mm-hmm. Is wackadoo, but they've got selfie ghosted. Mm-hmm. OMG is also on their list. I'm like, um, no. Yeah, you guys all copy the uh, the awesome generations. Yeah. That's what you do. That's okay. Whatever. It's okay. It's fine. As for the slang that we would like to ditch, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the boomers hate Gucci and sheesh. sheesh. The boomers hate anything that's new. True. Yeah, because they're old. Mm-hmm. You're, if you're a boomer, you're you're an old person. It's my parents, like 60-ish, <laughs> 65. Everybody wants to reach through the speakers I right know. now. I know. If you're a boomer, me. you're like, hey. I consider myself old. I'm Gen X, and I yeah, am- I'm old. I feel like 50 is the threshold. Once I you're agree. 50, you, you can consider yourself older. At least you can embrace that, because my yeah. parents- So both my parents are 65, and they still don't think they're old? They get old? offended oh, when come people on. call them old. I'm like, Remember the bowling are. alley when they offered me the uh, senior, senior citizen. citizen discount? Yes, you got it. Because you're over 50. Uh, Gen X wants to cancel thirsty, clapback, mm-hmm. and slay. I will say I don't like clapback. I've never liked that one. What was that? I don't even know what that, that meant. That never really caught on big time. But what did it mean? Uh, like, I'll hit you back. Clapback. I think. Okay. I'm Gen X. I, I don't have don't to know. know. Yeah. Uh, millennials want to forget slay, sus. Uh-huh. I don't like sus either. No? Your kids say sus. Yeah. I feel like that's more Gen Z than millennial. I well, don't remember using No, that. millennials not saying this was their word. Oh, this is what they right. want to get rid of. Yes, right. you're right. And then clout. I don't okay. like that. Gen Z wants to banish savage. Ooh, Savage was a good one. You like Savage? They want to get rid of that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's Savage. This one totally needs to go. And I think it, I don't think anyone really uses it anymore with the, remember, save the turtles. What? You don't remember that? It was huge right around the time of the pandemic. Do it again. What is that? Save the turtles. You don't know that? Are you making that up? I am not making it up. Come on. I promise. If you're Gen Z, you know what I'm talking about, right? 
So you yes. have to make the sound effects before you actually say save the turtles? Yes. What if save I just say save the turtles? And w- what does that mean exactly? Uh, well, remember the turtles and the uh, they got plastic the straw straws? Yes. Caught up in its nose, and I so we remember. went to wooden straw, or not wooden, but paper straws. <laughs> wooden straws. <laughs> we should go would to wooden hilarious. straws. Yeah. We've we got to create that. Yeah. Uh, Gen Z also wants to get rid of POV, which I agree. I don't know how to use that. I try to be cool. It's and point use- of view. I know, but I don't know how to use it. Every time I do it on TikTok, it's not right. Gen Z doesn't even know the English language anymore. No. They literally created all the other generations mm-hmm. created like four or five. Yes. And Gen Z just said, you know what, we're gonna change up the whole language. Yeah. We don't abbreviate anything or it's, we abbreviate everything. Yes. No but, punctuation, uh-uh. no grammar. We no, don't care. Don't care at That's all. That's how we live. True. As for the <laughs> slang that we would like to bring back, we're going to end on a positive. Please, yes. Boomers. What, what? are you thinking? What do they want? Boomers want to bring back far out, peace out, <laughs> and bummer. Well, that was uh, far out and peace out. Far kinda, out is I love cheesy. the 70s. The 70s you were cool. You do love the 70s. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Gen X, which you're a Gen Xer, and this yeah. makes sense. You want to bring back groovy, which was a very uh, 70s term. 70s term, yeah. We like right the 70s. Right on. Was that 70s too? Right on. That was either 70s or 80s. I think that was 70s, yeah. Okay, and yeah. epic. Yeah, that's a good one. Millennials want to bring back cool cat, <laughs> cowabunga. Oh, you guys are lame, the millennials. My Talk gosh. to the hand. We should bring back Talk to the Hand. Talk to the Hand, the face don't understand. Yes. Isn't that how that goes? Uh-huh. And then Gen Z wants to bring back YOLO, Rad. Is YOLO gone? I didn't even know that was gone. A little bit gone. Yeah, yeah, Rad. I hear the younger generation using the word Rad every once in a while now. True. Yeah, when I think about it, I hear they it They copy too. The, uh, the cool generations. I get it. Gen Z also wants to bring back... What's up? What's up? Like the Budweiser commercials. Exactly. Yeah. Dating Sunday was this past weekend. Mm. The first Sunday of the year is Dating Sunday, the busiest day of the year for online dating. Oh, who knew? And uh, if you'd like to increase your chances in the dating world, sometimes you got to know what's out there as far as dating apps is a big thing, right? Sure. Yeah. And there's a lot of unique, specific dating apps. First one, Bristler is for bearded men and the people who love men with beards, facial hair, and hairy guys in general. Okay. That's good because I feel like this is very black or white. Women either love the hair or they hate it. Yes. Yeah. If you want to date someone who's got a lot of hair, uh, the dating app Bristler is it. And founder John Kershaw says the app has... More than 100,000 registered users right now. Originally, wow. he made this as a joke. Really? And then it caught on. He's like, okay. This I is guess a thing. I can make a profit here. Uh, farmers Only is uh, online dating for farmers and ranch hands. We've, everybody's seen the commercials yes. for FarmersOnly.com. Mm-hmm. Sizzle connects you with other bacon lovers. Ooh. So if you're into the <laughs> bacon and you want somebody else who... Boy, that is very specific, it isn't is. it? Yeah, yeah, but bacon lovers are very passionate. There's also gluten-free singles. That is actually awesome because if you're gluten-free, it's so hard to eat yep. and eat out, so you're in it together. Yeah. Tin Dog. This one's called Tin Dog. Let's your dog meet others mm. in the area. Love it. And here's the thing with Tin Dog. So you put the pictures of your dogs up there. But And you can also end up meeting someone this way, right? Right. But there are no pictures of humans, so you have no idea what that person mm-hmm. on the other end looks yeah, like. Yeah, I know. That's scary. With Tin Dog. 
Uh, seeking arrangement is the notorious sugar daddy dating oh, site. Seeking arrangement. Seeking arrangement is a sugar daddy dating website that helps older wealthy men meet younger women. Its users largely seem to agree on one thing, what they're doing on seeking arrangement, meeting up and exchanging money and gifts for, you know, and mm-hmm, companionship mm-hmm. primarily is just an, uh, it's another kind of relationship. Yeah. Uh, some critics have compared its services to illegal types of things, mm-hmm. but seeking arrangement is saying, no, it's everything's legal here. We're doing things on the up and up. Okay. So that's how I got Carly. Whatever. <laughs> you don't have money. Oh, yeah. I forgot that part. I have to have money, don't I? You do. I have to have something to bring to the table. Yeah. And I would probably need to be a little <laughs> bit younger. Wingman is an app for joining the Mile High Club. Oh, my gosh. So think of this as Tinder at high yeah. altitude. What? Wingman was designed to help you get lucky while flying or otherwise meet people while you're traveling Uh here's how it works you create a profile with your picture first name age occupation flight number and airline stop of course you specify whether you're traveling for business or just to Mm -hmm. get to know somebody Mm -hmm. the app then shows you a list of travelers on the same flight that you can potentially start a conversation with what is this world coming to that's it it's called wingman uh, Luxy Matchmakes for the 1%. This is a new dating app geared towards millionaires, supermodels, Ooh. celebrities, ah. CEOs, and others that are in that 1%. Wow. It's okay. called Luxy. I guess they need their own app too. Yeah. Salad Match wants you to meet uh, your salad soulmate. Your salad soulmate. Trek Passions connects sci fi fans. Yeah, that's good. Tall Friends is what it's called. Finds other tall people for you to date. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for somebody tall. That's good. It is hard, especially if you're a girl and you're like six and a half feet tall. Yeah. And you, it, not that it can't work, but generally you probably want to start with other guys that are as tall as you or close or yeah. maybe even a little taller than mm-hmm. you, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Equestrian Cupid is like okay Cupid, but for people who love horses. Love it. There you go. Get out there and Some good options. Find the right man or woman, right? Yeah. Uh, big good morning, Sean Peabody. Morning, Welcome morning. to the show. Thank you for coming in. What you got for us today? You know, I got this little controversy. When you guys go out to dinner, mm-hmm. okay, when you guys are out to dinner and you're sitting there as a couple, mm-hmm. are you supposed to sit next to each other at this booth? It's like you're at a booth or a yeah. table. Mm-hmm. Are you supposed to sit next to each other or across from each other? I feel like the next to each other is weird. I do too. I want to sit across. I saw there was some kind of statistic uh, recently that I saw that waiters hate it when people sit next to each other. Yeah. Well, For some reason, I don't re- know why. Because you have to reach over. Is that why? Yeah, you have that one person. If you're trying to get the dish over to the next mm-hmm. person, you're it's, reaching it's over difficult. one. Right. Well, and that's not necessary unless you're like with another couple, and then okay, that makes sense. But no, you should be able to you. hand it to the person at the end of the table, and that person can hand it to the person next. At yeah. The- why are they sitting next to each other? Because they want to like hold each other's hands. I think or? so. It's because shouldn't you be looking at the person that yeah. you're talking you're with? You're talking with, right? Mm-hmm. I guess you can look from the side. But that's and awkward and weird. I it's just... easier to share off plates, too, when they're when you're across. Yes. It's true. not easy to true. reach over to your left side <laughs> yeah. and try to bring a no. whole fork full of spaghetti. I like no. the strategy that you have when you're going to dinner. You're thinking about all these things before you, have you sit to. down. You, you have to. You know what's another thing I think you have to keep in mind, and I try to always do this when we go to a restaurant. When they go to sit us at a table, I try to give Rick the better view. 
so that yeah, which is nice of you, and I try to do the same thing for you. Yeah, I think maybe kind of take turns with that, right, but I right. think that's important to kind of. One of you is always like see the, staring straight into the wall, like <laughs> yeah. a blank wall. There's right. nothing right. there. And the other person's like, "Oh, I get to see everything. This is great." Exactly. Unless it's one of those booths that you know you're like, like at a like at a buffet where yeah, the, the round go, one. Yeah, they, but they go all the way up behind your head, and you can't see in front of you. <laughs> or behind you. It doesn't even Sitting on a throne. Yeah. <laughs> he said, she said. A guy in Alabama had a few too many to drink. Got himself stuck in a decorative urn. So basically, a big planter with no plant inside. <laughs> His name is Connor. He's mm. in his mid twenties. Mm. He went to a party, and uh, it was like a—it was actually a work event because people were. He didn't have some friends to help him out of the uh, the planter. Well, so he thought it'd be funny to climb into this decorative urn outside, and uh, once he got in, he couldn't get out. And uh, of course, everyone broke out their their phones, started videotaping this. Yeah. He's a yeah, few people did step in. We're trying to help him out but he was There's very stressed out. There's a fine line out. with this kind of stuff these people can hurt themselves so you got to make yeah. sure that they're not going to go down that mm-hmm, road. Mm-hmm. It ended with a, a friend of his chiseling him out of the urn <laughs> with a hammer. They got the jackhammer out. Mm-hmm. The jaws of life. Yes and then uh, of course all over social media photos of Connor posing with the broken urn. <laughs> he does have pants on. And, oh good, um, good, good. He says he's okay. It was nice of him to keep the keep pants, the pants on. on. Huh? Well, you're like, I'm taking everything off. You never I just got to get out of here, guys. You never know. Relationship green flags, not red flags. Mm-mm. Green flags. Relationship red flags are trouble signs, right? Oh yeah. So, what are some green flags that signaled you had found the one? Can you think of anything that that a guy mm. would do? Then I'd be going, like, yes, this is it. That's the guy. Uh, if you can't, that's okay. I'll throw not some off of the top of my head. There. Not right now. I'll throw a simple one out there. How about uh, opening the car door? See, that would be a red flag for me. Not a red flag. Red flag? I'm He's weird. He's being nice. He's being a gentleman. I don't like that classic old school romance stuff. You want him to be uh, just, like mentally abusive and... No, and don't go the opposite <laughs> direction. I just, I don't know how to handle romance like that. Like, I don't know how to handle if a guy gave me a teddy bear and a box of chocolates or... What about if a guy puts the coat down over a puddle yeah, and you mm, walk over See, that? I don't know how to handle that. You see that, that in the movies. Does anybody really do that? I don't think so. I'm not doing that. That's a good coat. You're going to let it ruin yeah. that? Just walk around the puddle. I mean, the car it's door... It's not that hard. fine, but I don't want you to like pull my chair out at the restaurant or things like that. All right. These are relationship green flags. Here's what our listeners said online at Rick and Carly. Chelsea Mint says... My husband will go out of his way to help anyone. Oh. Whether a friend at 3 a.m. or a stranger broken down Mm -hmm. on the side of the road, he will pay for the meal of the person behind him in a fast food line. Yes. Just to make that person's day. Mm -hmm. He's also a very hands-on dad, even when he's had a long day and he's exhausted. Oh, I love that. Boy, that's a keeper, huh? Yeah. I just thought of a green flag. Yeah. A guy that's handy around the house. Oh, yes. I know. That's why you- Fix things, build me things. That's why you locked me in. Yeah. You're the least handy man I've ever met. Why did you say that? To bother me? No, I just, I mean, that would be a good thing. That's not truly a green flag for you. Yeah, it is. Well, I don't have that. I know, I love you anyway, but (laughs) be nice if you did. Okay, Brenda Whitney says, when I was pregnant, 
I woke up at three o'clock in the morning with the worst heartburn, no relief anywhere in the house. My husband, who was then my boyfriend, drove 10 miles round trip in 20 degrees using our only transportation, a motorcycle Mm -hmm. in the snow Mm -hmm. to get me some Tums. I love it. That's totally a green flag. That's a green flag. huh? Yeah. Jazzy Mabelie says he always texts or calls when he gets off work or when he gets home after leaving my house. Aww. I never wonder where he is or what he's doing, and I never have to ask. Yeah. That's a good one. I, I, I don't really do that either. No. I'm gone for hours. Yep. And he's like, it's none of your business. <laughs> I do I not say that. This is one of Rick's. I have never said it's is, none of your business. No, but this is one of your lines. So dumb. Rick always says this. What? I'm my own person, or you're your own person. I don't say that in that situation. Like, if we're having a discussion about it, uh-huh. we may say, yes, you're your own person, or I'm my own person. We yeah. trust each other. We can go do something. I can go buy a hamburger without having somebody hound me about yeah. where were you for, for 15 minutes. Well, I right. went and bought a Big Mac. Yeah. I was hungry. I I'm my own person, okay? No. No, I don't say it like that. No? No. No, I remember one of my daughter's friends who Uh believed in, uh, she believed in waiting until you're married. Yeah. So her and her boyfriend went on this trip and he offered to sleep in the car. She said, yes, go sleep in the car. Uh. He did. Every night he slept in the car Uh. and they're married now. So it worked out. But wow. he was, you know, for her, that was important. That's a and he, big sacrifice. He knew that was important. It's, you know, how miserable it is sleeping in a car. It's horrible. Awful. Yeah. You know, when you're young, you can kind of handle it, I guess. But man, that's, that's it's tough. bad stuff. Huh? Mm-hmm. There you have it, ladies. Some green flags. There's, yeah. there's some good guys out there, yeah. huh? Yeah. Including you. Including me. Even though you're not handy. I don't even think we said one good thing about me, but I'm there's something. I'm trying to think of one. <laughs> you can't think of it. <laughs> I'm sure I'll find something. We'll circle around and get back okay. to that. Okay. Police just tracked down a 35-year-old man named Andrew who was involved in a hit-and-run crash last week. Mm-hmm. He hit a bicyclist, and thankfully, that victim wasn't seriously hurt. When the cops caught up with Andrew, he said he didn't stop because he didn't think he'd hit anyone. Oh. When they asked him about the damage on his vehicle, he said, Oh, I thought I just hit a curb. <laughs> They suspected that Andrew had some drugs on him. They got him to admit that he had done some meth. Oh, yeah. And that he had some meth concealed on his body. And uh, when they asked him where it was, he said, between the cheeks and not the ones on my face. (laughs) Is that how he said it? That's how he said it. (laughs) Oh. He tried to jiggle it out while in handcuffs, but that didn't work. So cops freed one of his hands so he could... Get they didn't want to get in there. They they no. made him do it. They huh? did, yes. And okay. he is now facing charges <laughs> for leaving the scene of a crash, possession of meth, and possession of drug paraphernalia. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed, Rick, but our master bath toilet is disgusting. <laughs> it's been a I long did, time since I, I did a it. Uh, soft clean on it yesterday. No, you didn't. You know what a soft clean is? What? You just take some tissues and just kind of... Go Ew, around parts of it and disgusting. just kind of because I noticed that it was getting gross. It's really bad. Yeah, cleaning the toilet is among the most boring <laughs> chores that we avoid around the house. But I don't know, boring. It's the one chore nobody wants to do. No one wants to do it. Yeah, uh, two thousand people were asked to name the most mundane chore they could think of. Here's mm-hmm. what made the top ten. Okay, ironing. 
I don't even know why we own an iron because I don't do it. I'm bad at it. I, I just can't too. figure it out. I need to watch a YouTube video or something. If I see a clothing item that I like and then I think, mm, I like it, but I'll have to iron it, I don't get it. You know what I do? What? I throw it in the dryer. I do too. That's yep. what I do. Exactly. That's kind of a guy thing to do, but some of the ladies follow a... I do it too. <laughs> spray it down a little bit, throw it in the dryer, good enough. I don't even spray it down. Oh, you don't even do that. That helps. Uh, does that help? Yeah. Dusting. I hate dusting with a passion, that, especially the blinds. It's so, so bad. That is a boring chore, isn't it? Have you ever done it? Ever? I watch you do it. <laughs> That's boring. Just mm-hmm. watching you do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Changing your sheets. Mm-hmm. There's something about it that you're just, you dread it. It's like, ugh. it's nice when it's all done, when they come back and they're clean. Well, it's a whole process for us. It's it not is. just the sheets. It's the sheets. And, and then, then we have a duvet cover. And pillowcases. Yeah. We've What's been, a duvet cover? I don't even know what that is. A duvet cover is that- Is that what goes that, over our blanket? Yeah. That has been no. sitting in the corner for like a month because we're too lazy to put it, it takes, on the bed. It takes two people to put that thing on. Exactly. It's, yeah. That's too hard. That's too difficult. That's a big process. How often are we supposed to be cleaning the sheets? Every week. Every week. Yeah. I think we're falling short just a little, little bit. A little bit. We need to work on that. Washing the windows makes yeah. the cut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really never wash our windows unless a bird poops on one of oh, our you're windows. You're talking about the outside of the window? Yeah, the outside of the window. Yeah. Then I'll scrub it. But other than that, I'm you like, You bought eh. that extended squeegee I thing. know. I had good intentions, but I just- Use it. You use it. <laughs> Don't tell me to use it. You know I hate this one. Cleaning out the fridge. Just hate it. You don't even hate it. You just don't do it. I did it over the weekend a little bit. You did? Yeah, I mean, I at least got rid of the totally expired Tupperware Uh items. I never do it. I would do that because I I do stuff in the kitchen. I like doing dishes every once in a while. I feel like my dishes man has not been around No, I know. I've been slacking a little bit lately. Um, The fridge I would attack, but I'm afraid to because I never know what I'm throwing out if it's good or bad. No, that's not. Just ask me. I'm being honest. Just have me nearby. You're not there at that time, usually. You're Mm. off picking up kids at school or life gets in the way. Right when you were going to clean out the fridge, (laughs) you just happened to not be around. How unfortunate. Vacuuming. Mm -hmm. Mundane chore that we just don't love to do. I haven't vacuumed in like two weeks. If they ever come up with a great vacuum where you don't need a cord, a cordless, fantastic they do vacuum. Have those. How much are they? They're too much, right? Mm-hmm. Or we could get much. one of those Roombas, which are also nah, those expensive. those don't work. Those are garbage. Are they? Yeah, they don't do okay. anything. One more, and I actually like this chore. It's my favorite chore. Mm-hmm. Folding laundry. The you reason do? I like it is I can turn on a show and yeah. fold laundry while watching TV. I hate folding laundry. I'll fold your laundry if I can I'm, sit on the floor. I'm, I'm not going to have you fold my laundry. <laughs>